Bitcoin booms past a $1 trillion market cap. ARK Invest makes a big bet on Palantir and is Shopify a buy. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. And welcome to another Friday in the stock market with the Dow Jones up 25 points, NASDAQ up 5 points, S&P 500 down 5 points, the rest 2K up 47 points in the VIX down 2.27%. Not a bad day in the markets today, pretty much flat, but that does not mean, trust me, that there's a lack of action. No, no, no. The There, there are so many headlines to go over, I can't even go over even half of them in the show today, but... We pulled a few of the most important, and one of the most important today is Bitcoin. Now, we have to take a look at Bitcoin, of course. Bitcoin passing today a $1 trillion market cap. That's right. Bitcoin hit an all-time high today of 55781 It currently is sitting around 54760 It's continuing the move to the upside. A big day for Bitcoin, and my, oh my, just craziness, um, and this comes on the brink as major banks and companies continue to move or get interested in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, and people absolutely love it. Um, cryptocurrency is starting to become mainstream. Major companies are starting to pick it up. You know, just a few weeks ago, we had Tesla add it to the balance sheet um, and a few other major companies. And then we have now a lot of banks saying they're interested or firms interested in it. Um, we noted we saw that uh, the BlackRock firm, uh, BlackRock, you know, one of the largest fir- firms in the world, um, noted that, you know, they're getting interested and they're going to start dabbling in uh, cryptocurrency. So it's very interesting to see what is going on. Um, a few days ago in an interview, uh, Skybridge's Anthony Scaramucci noted on a CNBC interview uh, on Wednesday that, you know, Bitcoin could see $100,000 by the end of the year. And a lot of other major analysts have came out and said this. And he pretty much noted that, you know, it is volatile, crazy volatile, and that investors must be cautious. Um, but he also said that it's all supply and demand situation. And uh, I completely agree with him. Many experts do as well. It's all supply and demand. You know, there's a set amount of Bitcoin. Um, and at the end of the day, if companies continue to add it to the balance sheet and major, major economic players um, in the world and U.S. economies get more and more interested in it, um, the likelihood is is Bitcoin will become more and more valuable. And that's very exciting to see. Um, and I highly encourage if you don't have any Bitcoin in your portfolio, you know, maybe just Pick a little up. You don't need to do a lot. Maybe pick up 50 bucks worth of Bitcoin. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, get into it. Maybe study it, see what it is, um, and learn more about it. Um, but more into the stocky uh, world, the stocks, uh, we got to talk about ARK Invest making a big move on Palantir. That's right, making a bet on Palantir. That stock is up today substantially. Um, taking a look, it was up earlier quite a bit. Yeah, it's up 15% right now, 28 bucks a share, nearing $29 per share. Um, and you know, Ark Invest lately has been making some big moves, but this is a big one, people. Now, um, according to all of the information I have found is that Kathy Woods Ark Invest bought over 5.2 million shares 
of Palantir on Thursday um, in that Kathy Wood, in, in essence, noted that the CEO was speaking their language um, and that they really liked Palantir and that they believe it's a company of the future. And I, I do like this. Um, I think that Palantir is a solid company. I definitely do think that they are a company of the future. I think they're a company that's going to see a lot of growth in the future. Um, and I like the fact that they get a lot of business from the government. Typically, government and federal contracts are very, very, um, I, I would say, not expected, but they're consistent, um, and that's what I like. We all like consistency, and it's very interesting to see what is going on here. You know, we take a look, and, you know, they're another software company, and, yeah, there are a lot of copycats out there, but Planter has just, I believe, changed the game in the aspect that some of their technology is some of the most advanced technology out there, um, and then they have major, major uh, customers that they are taking care of, including the U.S. government, and I just think that is very important to pay attention to. Um, when you're a major software company with the U.S. government on your side, I think it's a good thing, um, and I'm excited to see what happens in the future. Now, we have a small company to go over and then a major company to go over. The first company we're going to go over is Skills. A lot of you have been asking for Skills, ticker sign SKLZ. Um, and you've been wondering what it is, what's going on with it. This stock went from a low of $9.81 when it was a SPAC all the way up to $46 at a high. Currently, it's just 35 so 11 bucks off its high. Um, and, you know, it's going to be very interesting to go through this with you, but we're going to. So it has a $13.21 billion market cap. Skills is a major mobile gaming platform that connects gamers in a social aspect. Not only that, not only the social aspect, but Skills helps gaming developers build out the gaming franchises by creating a socially competitive segment for developers' new games. Um, and then furthermore, Skills is a leading esports participant. Esports is huge. It's becoming even bigger as the video game market grows. Grows. And as we have talked about, the video game market is going to be huge in the future. It's an industry of the future, and they are growing quickly. Now, if you take a look, um, Skills hosts billions of esports tournaments worldwide, um, and they are drawing gamers in through month through the use of monthly prizes. Um, we've seen this kind of tactic through prize prizes um, from multiple companies, and it seems to be quite successful. And I really do like the fact uh, that, you know, Skills is in an industry that is expected to see exponential growth. And you can see with their partnerships, it's even better. Now, before we get into their partnerships and earnings, I'd like to talk about the performance of this stock. This stock has gone up over 80% year to date. It's moved way to the upside. If you take a look at Skills, big time to the upside. Um, and, you know, rightfully so. It started as a SPAC. It got, you know, the typical day trade pump, um, you know, way up. And now it's just kind of reached that high and it's just been sitting there. Definitely peaked. Um, but do I think the stock is over? No, I think the company has a lot of growth ahead of itself. I think it's a solid and strong company with a solid leadership team. And you'll see why in a minute. Um, but their balance sheet is awesome. You'll see that. But the stock has run. The stock has run a lot. Um, in fact, it has run, you know, 80% um, just on a year-to-date basis and 165% in just three months. So it has definitely moved to the upside um, very quickly. So waiting for a pullback, um, we're, start, we're getting a pullback right now, waiting for the bottom of this pullback and then getting in. I like that idea much more. So definitely pay attention to price action on this one. Um, don't just go buy it, you know, just right away without doing any research. You shouldn't do that in any stock and especially not this one. 
Now, in recent news, Skills signed an agreement with the NFL. Um, the agreement will bring both the NFL and Skills together to host a game developer challenge where developers will work and create um, an NFL mobile game and use the Skills esports and social platforms uh, integrated with them. And what this is going to do, most importantly, is it's going to bring a whole sector of NFL fans and customer base two skills, um, and it's going to benefit both the NFL and skills, so it's going to be very exciting to see how that all works out. Now, it is important to note that skills has agreements with Marshawn Lynch, um, Floyd Mayweather, the best boxer uh, arguably of all time, uh, and then Bowler, Ballero, um, which is the owner of the Professional Bowlers Association. Um, so they are, as we can see, they are getting into the video game sports arena, which is a huge arena in the video game market, so I like the fact that they are getting into that now digging into the numbers skills delivered a solid q3 2020 earnings results um with revenues growing a nine a strong 92 percent to 60 million dollars the quarter uh <clears throat> the quarter's growth marks the 19th consecutive quarter of revenue growth solid stuff now on the downside skills continue to run a net loss reporting a net loss of in q3 of $42.9 million, and that is a much bigger net loss than the $5 million loss um, in 2019 at the same time. So that is definitely a worry to me. But back to the positives, gross marketplace volume, GMV, increased 76% to a strong $411 million, much better than the same time 2019 level of $234 million. So it was not all bad. Management was upbeat about the quarter. Um, quote, the engagement we see from the players on our platform validates the connection they're making with the community through competition, CEO Andrew Paradise said. When it comes to guidance, skills management is positive and affirmed guidance um, for 2020-2024 year. Um, they believe, management believes, that they're going to hit $225 million in revenue for full year 2020. Um, I will be very interested to see what happens there in the Q4 report. Do they meet their guidance? I think they will. Um, this management team seems to be doing an excellent job, and I think leadership will lead the company to even more success. Now, shifting into the balance sheet, I like it. No long-term debt at all. Total liabilities of $40.653 million. Total assets of $86.881 million. Not bad. Um, and then cash and equivalents and cash to cash equivalents of $56.861 million. Not bad at all. The balance sheet is solid. Now, on a valuation basis, skills does trade at a premium. It currently trades at a price to sales ratio of 53.33 times. Um, so that is not bad at all when you are taking a look at a company that is just getting started. Um, and sometimes I will pass up on the valuation aspect of a stock if it is a company in its infancy. This company is just getting started, just getting started. Um, and I believe there is a lot of growth um, ahead of it. And I think that given the current market environment we're in, um, some valuation metrics aren't as important when doing your overall research in a stock price to sales is, you know, valuation here on this company to me is not worrying yet. Now, if this was a hundred dollar stock, I'd be like, no, stay away from it. Even a $60 stock, stay away from it. But if it comes down to say 30 bucks a share, I think I would heavily consider buying the stock. So I am very interested in it. The valuation does not scare me given how high average valuation is across the entire market comparatively. Now, given the numbers, the analysts are bearish, unfortunately, with a mean price target at $29.80. Um, and that's roughly an 18% downside. Now, the high price target is $34 per share and the low is $27 per share. Um, and then the big money isn't quite as involved yet with just 41.93% 
90% of skills being owned by institutions. Top holders include Atlas Venture, uh, Morgan Stanley, Investment Management, and Wildcat uh, Capital Management. So overall, not bad, um, but not amazing. Uh, so that is definitely worrying to me. And then the technicals, like I said, it has had a tremendous run and a little bit of a cool off. I wouldn't be surprised. And that's when you want to buy when it cools off. Um, so it's definitely one to take a look at. Overall, Skills is a solid company with a consistently growing revenue basis, um, a growing market to get grow into, and then a strong lineup of agreements. You know, we talked about those agreements with the NFL, with Marshawn Lynch, with Floyd Mayweather, and many others. Um, and I think that likely this company is going to see a lot of success in the future, especially given the direction that the video game world is going. Now, we have to get into the big dog of e-commerce, Shopify. A lot of you have been asking for a Shopify breakdown, so we're going to talk about it. Market cap, currently $179 billion, and boy, is this one a big one. Now, Shopify, ticker S-H-O-P, Shop, um, is an online platform in which provides the tools for virtually anyone to create, run, and operate an online retail business. I use Shopify. I have a few Shopify websites. In fact, go check out the Running With The Money Shopify website, runningwiththemoney.shop. Check out our merchandise any way you're not here for that. But uh, just noting, you know, I love the Shopify platform. It's awesome. It's helpful. It's useful. Um, And obviously, according to their earnings, tons and millions of other people do as well. Now, Shopify has been popular for years and growing with common online growth trends. But COVID-19 has literally fast-forwarded um, Shopify's growth. Just put it on an exponential growth mode, and it is crazy. Um, now, furthermore, Shopify boasts partnerships with a strong array of social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, TikTok. I mean, my oh my, could it get any better for Shopify users? Partnerships with that wide of array of social media platforms? crazy. Now, taking a look at Shopify, the stock has continued to move higher, going on a 164% rally in just the past one year, leaving investors to ask the question, is Shopify stock still a buy? And in my opinion, it is. Now, digging into the most recent earnings numbers, Shopify beat Q4 expectations with an EPS of $1.58, much better than the EPS consensus estimate of $1.25. Now, on a year-over-year basis, EPS has improved over 267%. Remarkable numbers. And revenues also continued their steady climb higher with revenues total $977.7 million in Q4, representing a year-over-year increase in revenues alone of 94%. The numbers couldn't get any better, people. Solid, solid numbers coming out of Shopify. Now, Breaking down revenues, subscription solution revenues totaled $279.4 million, while merchant solutions revenues totaled $698.3 million. So solid revenue numbers, and um, those solutions revenues, those merchant solutions revenues, increased 117% on a year-over-year basis. Insane numbers. Now, Shifting in the gross merchandise volume, otherwise known as GMV, that increased by 99% to a strong $41.1 billion. And in comparison, the 2019 GMV level was $20.5 billion. So consistently growing revenues, consistently growing gross merchandise volume, consistently growing gross profits. I love it. Now, gross payments volume, also significant in, in 
significantly increased. We call this GPV. That increased to $19.1 billion um, from the previous Q4 2019 level of $8.9 billion. It more than doubled. Remarkable. Now, as for profit, gross profit totaled $504.4 million in Q4 for Shopify, representing a 91% increase in gross profit over the Q4 2019 gross profit level of $263.9 million. Huge revenue increases, gross profit increases, uh, gross merchandise increases, um, and then gross payments increases. My goodness, the increases, they don't end. And then when it comes to operating income, Shopify reported an operating income of $112.5 million. Now get this, the 2019 operating income was negative $30.1 million. Holy smokes. It seems that Shopify has delivered some of the most remarkable numbers that I believe they have in their history, and no one is talking about it. I mean, craziness. They have leveled up in every single location on the income balance, on the balance sheet, on the income sheet, everything. They are delivering solid numbers. Now, net income saw a significant boost as well, with Shopify's net income totaling $123.9 million, much better than the same time 2019 level of $0.8 million. Another huge improvement. Now, rounding out the full year earnings, Shopify reported a gross merchandise volume of $119.6 billion for full year 2020. That is up 96% year over year and a gross profit of $1.5415 billion. And that is up 78% um, year over year. So crazy numbers coming out of Shopify. Very, very positive when it comes to earnings. Now, management was positive about Shopify's performance. Obviously, quote, our fourth quarter results capped off an outstanding 2020 thanks to the success of our merchants in a year that truly tested their metal and triggered more entrepreneurs around the world to start their journey towards economic independence. CEO Amy Shapiro said, excellent, excellent numbers coming out of Shopify earnings for the quarter. Now, shifting into the balance sheet, the numbers are solid with total debt of only 750 million, with total liabilities of 1.285 billion, with total assets of 7.462 billion, and with a cash and short-term investments level of 6.121 billion dollars. Now, taking a look at that taking a look at the balance sheet there. You can see that it's very well balanced. The total assets and cash short-term investments far outweigh the total debt and total liabilities, and that is exactly what you want to see. Now, on a valuation basis, Shopify does trade at a crazy premium with a price to earnings of 883 times, with a forward price to earnings of 376 times, with a price to sales of 69 times, with a price to book of 27 times, and with a price to free cash flow of 923.83 times. Yes, it does trade at a premium, but... Look at those numbers they just delivered. Remarkable numbers. I don't see many companies in this stock market delivering those numbers. I don't. Only if a select few, and Shopify is one of them. Now, management has also done a solid job, much better than a lot of management teams. In fact, they've been quite effective with a return on equity of 6.79%, a return on assets of 5.68%, and a return on invested capital of 6.09%. So solid numbers there. Now, given how bullish... uh, the company is just from a numbers basis. The analysts, they're quite bullish as well with a mean price target of 1,475 bucks per share. And that is a 4.03% upside. Now the high price target, 1,900 per share, 30% upside and the low price target, $1,100 per share, 20% loss. I am much more in line when it comes to price targets 
with the higher end, with the $2,000 price point, I think eventually, like a year and a half, two years down the road, you could easily see if the market continues to do what it's doing, a Shopify 2000. But right now, my, you know, my, uh, responsible price target would be 15 to 1550 um in the near to longer term maybe uh 6 to 12 months now uh the big money is quite involved as well with 65.39% of shopify being owned by institutions top holders include fidelity management and research bailey gifford and co and of course capital world investors on a technical basis Shopify is rock solid. They are bullish. Now, they have gone on a big run of recent, and maybe you want to wait for a minute pullback. You might get it, but um, they are long-term bullish and continually trending to the upside. So, in short, Shopify is a strong company and an industry that will continue to grow. E-commerce isn't going anywhere, only up for Shopify for Shopify into e-commerce. Now, given Shopify's consistently growing revenues, excellent management team, and partnerships, the stock continues to be a solid long-term investment, in my opinion, um, and I think you can buy Shopify for the long term and be profitable. Now, taking a look at the watch list to round out the show, we have to talk about the overall market. So what am I seeing in the overall market today? Well, I'm seeing a lot of mixed action. I'm seeing Fang down. Fang stocks are down and I want you to buy Fang. I like Fang. It's been out of favor for way too long. And I think eventually, probably within the next few weeks or months, Fang is going to be very much back in favor and people are going to be buying it like crazy. So Apple, Facebook, Amazon, Google, Netflix, all down today. Picks them up. Um, also, taking a look at Disney, staying right there in the low 190s range. I mean, 180s range. Um, I like Disney a lot. I think Disney is an excellent company. Uh, 183, low 180s. I think it's a solid company there. Um, I think if it gets to 190, I think it's even you know better for obviously investors who are in it. But I definitely do think you can buy it up to, I would say, you know, mid 180s down to, you know, if it comes down at all, um, it did come down to about 175 range. I think, uh, a few weeks ago, I nibbled on some of it. It's excellent. Um, it looks like it could have a support right around the, uh, 178 range. Um, so if it comes down to that range, be very interested in the stock, but I really do like Disney. Um, I think they are going to take over the streaming game very soon. Healthcare is all red today. J and J down Merck down Abbey down. Um, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Those are all deals. And speaking of healthcare, if you take a look at healthcare, those healthcare stocks have been down for way too long. They've been down, I bet, for probably six, seven, eight months now, just consistently red, not moving much to the upside, not huge movers. A lot of them have not performed well, and that is when you want to come in and buy, and not to mention they have some of the best valuations in the entire market. I mean, some of them have like a 12 times price to earnings or, you know, a low teens price to earnings. That's crazy. But either way, not bad. Um, also, talking about semiconductors, they're all up today. I really like AMD. I think AMD is still a buy. And full disclaimer, Disney and AMD are both personal holdings of mine. Um, I do not currently hold any healthcare, but I'm eyeing the sector right now. Um, if you take a look, I hold AMD and Disney. Full disclaimer, I'm just going to release my holdings right now. Um, out of all my portfolios, I hold Walmart, Nike, Pershing Square, Tone Time Holdings, Wells Fargo, AMD, Apple, Disney, and Boeing. Um, I like all of those names. I have a huge watch list, and I'm looking to consistently add to my current positions um, on down days. And then, of course, look for new opportunities. The bank's all up today. Wells Fargo continues to kill it. I mean, my oh my, $37.6 per share at Wells Fargo. Just a few weeks ago, this thing was at $29 a share. Huge move. If you take a look at the performance of this stock, it is up just in the past three months. 
nearly 50%. Currently up 47% in the past three months. In the past five days, up 11%. Solid numbers. Now, um, I like Wells Fargo. It is the comeback play in the banks, but my favorites, J.P. Morgan and Goldman Stacks, still um, in the banks, they aren't trading at a bad valuation. Um, in fact, they're trading at quite fair valuations compared to the rest of the market. Now, I like FinTech. We all like FinTech. Square and PayPal are two of my favorite FinTech plays. As you know, I see Salesforce down the day. Maybe go pick some of that up. I think the Slack deal is excellent, and I am looking to jump in on Salesforce very soon. Um, now, Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Class B shares because most people can't afford Class A, but Berkshire Hathaway, I like it a lot. They make a lot of good moves. It's an insanely well-diversified portfolio, um, and it seems, you know, that Warren Buffett always makes money. Uh, so I really do like the fact that you can invest in Berkshire. It's down the day. Maybe go pick some up. And it is just a steady name to have in your account. It's pretty much like a uh, low-yield bank account. Um, it is going to yield you a few percent per year. It's going to be a steady gainer. Um, and it's a solid stock. I like it. Um, aerospace is a sector I am looking at um, quite a bit. I do hold Boeing, but Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. Lockheed Martin has been just going down and down and down, and it doesn't make any sense at all. Under Democrats, actually, defense spending pretty much stays the same, if not higher. Um, and on top of that, the stock has is one of the best backlogs out of the whole entire industry. They have like a $150 billion plus backlog. Um, I mean, just crazy. So I definitely do like um Lockheed Martin. So definitely go check out Lockheed Martin. That stock has been just getting hit over and over again. Doesn't make any sense to me. You take a look at Lockheed Martin right now. Yeah, Lockheed Martin, 336 bucks a share. It was at 400. So solid deal here. I like it. I think you can go pick up some Lockheed Martin for the long term and make quite a bit of money. Starbucks down the day. If that stock drops below 100, I'm a buyer. Not over 100 yet. Walmart, solid company. They were noting they're going to do a lot of investments in the future. I like that. I like the fact that they have their eye on expansion and growth and not just staying the same old Walmart. So Something I very much like about Walmart. But that is the show. Amazon down 1.6%. Go buy it. I like Amazon. Um, in fact, I love Amazon stock right now. And I want some. Taking a look at Amazon stock just before we finish the show. Yeah, it's under 3300 Go buy it right now. My goodness, people. This stock has just been flat for, what, five months now? Ridiculous. Go buy it. I like Amazon. I bet... Amazon is at $4,000 by the end of 2021. I think Amazon is going to be a huge winner way into the future. I like it. But that is the show today. Thank you for listening to the Running With The Money podcast. I will see you again on Monday with another episode. Also, go check out Passive, um, the Passive investing platform at Passive.com. The link is in the description of the podcast. It is an excellent um, investing platform that makes your investing journey way easier. Go check it out. Also, check out a great options course. Link below. I'm not going to talk about it much, but um, if you want to learn options, go check it out. Um, it's not super expensive compared to like the $2,000 courses out there that really don't give you anything. And not only that, but not only that, but you will make more money with options once you master the trading of options. And this course is going to help you master trading options. So go check it out. Thank you for listening. And I will see you Monday.